but it sounds like you're saying that you can't hold someone to a level that you're not willing to play at. Yes. If you're looking to build a team of eight players, I want to see a track record of, of success. I want to see growth, someone that's holding themselves to higher standards, to improving processes just because of their, who they are, just because of their self-motivation. If my leader, like holding the team accountable, the A players, B players, I don't want to be sitting next to someone that I'm doing double the work and they're coming in late and it hurts our team, it pulls our whole team down. It's I think that there's things we're praying for, but do we have the mindset to match what we're asking? So what is the mindset that Erica has on day in and day out to lead a team, to be a part of a team that you're trusting people, you're personally developing in the area to lead the way that you are? Please let us know. What's the secret? What's good, Elevation Nation? Drop a comment in the comment section. Let us know how you are doing. We welcome you to the Elevate It podcast, where we empower emerging leaders who are going after their it, their inner tugging, their passion, their compelling, what God has called them to for kingdom advancement, for personal development. I am your host, Christian Johnson. Now let's elevate it. We have with us somebody who is amazing, awesome. I have learned to love even through a short time, but very, very impactful. Uh, she is founder, owner, CEO of HIHR. This is a company dealing with human resources that helps with nonprofits and for-profits. I have the honor to work with her with various projects, even at this moment, who gives insight, wisdom, knows about team building, loves the Lord, loves kingdom advancement, world traveler, has the highest energy. You think my energy is high? Wait till we have some of this conversation. I'm talking about none other than the woman awesome mighty woman herself erica butler we have on the elevated podcast how are you doing oh my gosh well after that introduction i'm pretty darn awesome christian so thank you so much for having me and it your energy is so contagious i think i can tell by the end my face will hurt from smiling so much because i have just massive grin on my face so happy to be here so honored to be here and just love the work you guys are doing so oh well thank you you're Joining us from uh, Northeast Europe at the moment? That's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's where we oh. moved here a few months ago. So getting settled and digging in and ready for an impactful 2024. So... I love it. I love it. Listen, I want to get right to it, right? Uh, we'll talk a little bit about even your company and things that you even offer toward the end. But I want to take the moment because one thing I really celebrate about who you are and who you've been um, is your first off your positivity. Okay. And just how you uh, exude what I would say the love of Christ in every aspect of your doing. But I noticed that you don't do it by yourself. Right. I noticed you have team that's around and I had the opportunity to even work with some of your team um, and they've been amazing. And I'll just be transparent, like how Lanisha and I are. We've been like solo or couplepreneurs for years. And if it didn't get it didn't get done if it wasn't us, right? And so what I realized, even with working with you and and a company and other um clients that I've coached, ministers, pastors, leaders, creatives, emerging leaders that we're talking to, that there's a point in place where we realize, look, there's 
growth that we feel like God wants to go ahead and do, right? There's some things that that want to take place and we want to go 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 bigger or broader or feel like maybe our time has been so like limited and we're just doing so much so forth and so on, right? Like I want to sit and have a conversation pretty much about like how to attract your your dream team. Like talking to emerging leaders and not just like how to just go get them, but through a personal development area, like what we need to do to prepare ourselves, like our mind to go ahead and manage those things. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. It's fantastic. So yeah. Cool. cool. So within that area, can you take me to a point where um, within your own company, you could tell us a little bit about your company, but did you start that with a team? Well, I, I tended to start it on my own, but I think the way the Lord works and uh, time constraints and valuing, putting time, you know, time is uh, such a, a big value we have, higher priority in our life at that season with two young kids. Uh, we really soon had a team um, really fast, like within, I think, I don't know, four to six weeks of, of opening. But uh, really quick, because I don't want to forget this point, Christian, because uh, it ties mm -hmm. in what you just said. We, we casted the vision to the people we wanted in our team already. We started vision casting. We're starting this. We feel called to this. We're really excited about this. If when we have the work, would you be interested? So that's why so quickly when the work came, we were able to just have our first kickoff meeting and jump in with the team because we already casted the vision. And that's a big part of this, I think. Well, let me slow you down there. So you yes. mean cast the vision. So maybe yes. somebody's watching and listening um, and they're like, okay, I've heard this area of vision. Like, what does that mean? Like to cast the vision, like what, what does that mean? I know Habakkuk says something like, write the vision, make it plain, right? But what does that mean to cast the vision? Well, I think, you know, uh, for, for when, when you are a believer like us, I think and you're close to the Lord, you get, you get insight and you get insight around your passions on where it could go, what's possible with God. And when that's clear, I try to get it down, whether it's through PowerPoint, writing it. And then I'm thinking, this is big. I can't do this alone and recognizing that and praying about, okay, who in my circle would be the right fit with values, with work ethic, with the team we're looking to build, these A players that, uh, you know, like you said, these team of emerging leaders, and reaching out to them ahead of time and letting tap them on the shoulder and saying, hey, you're a great fit for this. We're doing this. Are you ever interested? And I mm. think like it's like the seeds. It's like, a, you know, the parable, you know, you're getting seeds and then it's time to harvest. So it's mm. seeds along the way. And we're still doing that today, five years in. Wow. So you had the vision, you were clear on what it is that you are desiring. And you had seen people who had that gift set that heart, that mind, that what kind of fit along with the vision that you felt like needed to be birthed through business. Is that, exactly. am I hearing you correctly? Yes, wow. so true. And to take it one step further, um, I'm really big on personal development and being in HR, like I do a lot of this over the last 15 years, knowing my own strengths and my own, I'll call them opportunities, and knowing that of the people around me that I want to bring on, I know where I'm weak, I know what, what stresses me out, what really I don't like, and the more as a leader, when you're going from solo entrepreneur to, to have a team, when you understand that, you delegate those things out as quickly as you possibly can because your energy will go up, your, 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 your impact will go up. It's just such a positive thing when you are able to do that. When you're doing all yourself, 50% of what you're doing could be stuff that drains you, and that makes it a lot harder. So the sooner you can bring on people that have the strengths that you don't have, just it makes life so much better and easier and more enjoyable. No. I love that. I love that. So I got my question I want to ask is for you, like even personally, like 
how did you identify like your strengths or your weaknesses yeah. as that as that place? So take us back to the emerging leader of of Erica, and it's like, all right, how to identify like what it is that I that I need? What are some things that you went through to identify that? Well, I think I've always been a big seeker of feedback, uh, whether it was through college, through uh, through my first jobs and ongoing, like, what am I doing well? What do I need to work on? And taking it as a gift and really trying to ask and pursue that and then uh, applying that to my, my, my jobs. But also, I've been fortunate to, like, our company offers us 360-degree feedback forms. Like, I have that about myself from those working with me, seeking the Lord's wisdom to know, you know... And, and even like, the, I don't know if you've heard of this, but have you heard of the five E's of like where, where you should be focused, what you're good at? Have you ever heard of the five E's by any chance? Sure. Sure. Okay, I'm going to share it. This is something I got from an amazing business conference from Christy Wright over, I don't know, five, seven, six years ago now, something like that. But I'm going to quick say it because I think it's, it's, it's a pillar and it's helpful and I have it here, but what asking yourself, okay, what do you enjoy? What gives you energy? What is effortless for you? Just because like your wife, Lanisha is super talented in writing, marketing. Um, and, and for me, that's really a, a hard space to be in. But for her, she's a genius at it. So effortless mm -hmm. for her, you know, and then um, excel. What do you just excel in? What seems like you always get the A in? Um, and then encourage. What do people offer encouragement about? You're a great communicator or, wow, you're so strong building relationships. Like those are little keys and clues. To know, all right, this is like where I should be playing. This is where I'm going to make the biggest impact. So those are some mm. nuggets of what I've done along the way. But these tools, like you do disc like me, the disc, oh my gosh, mind-blowing. For me, the first time I saw my disc report, and I related to it, and I couldn't put into words the way that the report did. Like tools like this are really helpful to give you that information yeah. to make better decisions. Wow, that's powerful. So you would say, because I think a lot of times we get so overwhelmed um, with the work or the call or the purpose and you get focused on a lot of the external situations and what needs to be done that I would say even in the area of coaching leaders that like I've realized that there's been a miss sometimes to really look at self and have self-awareness but it seems like even an area of, of HR and whatever you're watching or you're listening you're seeing or your 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 area of influence like the self-awareness to know what God has called you to be and what you're not you can be partnered with because we had, I think that there's a place where we should be focused on the main thing. So that it, we talk about with the Elevate It podcast, that inner tugging. For yeah. me, it's an area of the emerging leader in personal development. So I'm not telling leaders how to, uh, pastors how to, how to pastor per se, or um, you even in coming to an area of how to run your organization. You have mentors and leaders and different things like that. But the character part, the integrity, um, the, the development, the personal aspect, the thing that carries our calling, I think that's the area of purpose. So understanding that, that, then that realizes, so even for me, I came to a realization really, we're working on a, a project together with hiring, right? And so uh, there's one thing that I realized, even in the area of hiring, that blew my mind. I, you're going to laugh at this because you know this, but it hit me in a different way. I communicate better video talking phone right yeah so my gift set for typing so if i'm trying to hire or if i'm trying to get a team or do that like that might be a good intro but i don't need to be doing a whole lot of emails back and forth get me in the room with yeah. you yeah. but i had to learn about myself that i communicate 
like that way and realizing like my strength in that area now. So, so if I'm not careful, I would spend a whole lot of time trying to master typing and administrative side versus just, listen, can we hop on a phone call? Can we do this? Can we do that to kind of get to that, that different in that level? So it, we have to know who we are to even know what we're attracting. Some of us are attracting frustrating situations, but we haven't taken the time to know who we are and what we need. We just frustrated. So that's why I like the disc and the things that you're sharing because they're tools. Uh, there's, there's books and different things like that, that can help us know what it is that we need. Do you want to chime in on any of that? Oh my gosh. It's so good. I just want to give a specific example, just of what you said. I've been in the room like this with you with many other really incredible leaders and they're asking christian what do you think christian what do you think because to your point you you, you do you have you show up so strong you're so gifted in your communication but imagine if you if you are not someone who loves emails and the right like, that weighs you down how much more effective how much faster you can go i think that is a huge amazing example christian and the more we do these swaps the, the more, it's just like, it's like such a game changer of how we can accomplish so much more in our day and end our day with more energy. Mm. <laughs> what we can do with that for our families. It's just so amazing. But, but, it's like um, keeping the main thing the main thing. Yes, exactly. And so I'm really glad you said that too, because that's another thought. Um, I think many coaches and just working with many leaders over the years, their feedback, they're so focused on the one or two things their employees not doing well. So they do a review and then they share all the good things, but then they're like, these are the things. And these are things you need to share. You need to give the feedback, the opportunities, so they can work on them and correct. But I think the more we grow our strengths, and there's a book about this, right? Strength finders. You need to know the, the weak areas, right? You need to know that and, and we can work on those, but don't shift so much time into those. If you don't like email communication, don't just start putting all your time into that to get better. Focus on your strengths. Um, I just mm. think that's a miss I see in, in communication with feedback, you know? So that's one thing for us as people. I don't know about you, Christian, but when I interview people or I'm coaching, they always say the things they're bad at first. I'm like, tell me about yourself. And they'll tell me, but they're like, oh, like, oh yeah, these are areas I'm struggling or I don't know, not in all interviews, but I, I always say like, hey, well, what's going great? And I do it too, Christian. Don't we do this as high performers? We just want to focus. Oh, but I, I really like this was a great year, but this is you get focused on that. And I think let mm -hmm. it go. Give it to God. Focus on all the good things happening. I think it's so freeing and it just makes a big difference. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love it. I love it. Let's yeah. jump into even the area of mindset, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. there takes a mindset mm -hmm. to, to manage well. Um, I don't know if you come in the area of just being fully uh, transparent, but so you manage a team. Is that a team of 10, 15, 20, 25? No, nine. There's nine of us. It includes me. My husband does the finances and then we have seven team members. So, okay. Yeah. Uh, is that uh, all? Do you come into an office? Is it virtual? Tell us, what is that? How? So when we started, I lived in Pennsylvania uh, where most of our business is located and we have a lot of team, not a lot. I would say about half of our team is in that area. So we were able to meet up. We never really had an office because so much of our work you can do like this. We go to clients, we can travel to clients, or we, we just meet like this. Um, so we don't, we work remote. One time a year we come together, all together, and we all sit in the same room for a few days and work on plans. We have someone in Canada, we have someone in South Carolina who you work with, um, and then the rest is Pennsylvania. And then I'm in Latvia. So uh, you have to be really creative. Talk about communication. I feel like I'm in the room with you right now though, right? Like the tools we right. have today, 
uh, you can make it work like this. And we have been because the relationships are there. The relationships are strong. There's high trust. Mm -hmm. If you have that, it's possible. So, I love that. I love that. So that everybody's watching, listen, you're hearing that, right? You're not hearing somebody who's saying, Hey, we meet in the office from nine to five together. Like we're all over, we're spread out, we're thriving. We're doing different things like that. You're helping with for-profit, nonprofit organizations all over in this particular level. Um, you, I know you not to be a micromanager, so it's no, like full trust. So this is, and so I'm saying these things out there for a reason, right? Because there's a mindset Erica that you have that I want to tap into that we can pull out because I think there's a lot of things when we want to grow that they're fear based. Yeah. Right. Like you are in Europe. A lot of your business is in Pennsylvania and North Carolina and this yeah. and that. And there's people that you're paying and there's people that are doing this. And then, you know, like, like I need to know the mindset because I think that there's things we're praying for. But do we have the mindset to match what we're asking? So what is the mindset that Erica has on day in and day out to lead a team, to be a part of a team that you're trusting people, you're personally developing in the area to lead the way that you are? Please let us know. What's the secret? Uh, I think you hit the nail on the head. Trust, trust, trust. And I'm not afraid to make a mistake. I don't like making a mistake, but we know how to fix it with accountability. And the same goes for the team. And I know, like, it's, it comes back to your hiring, though. And you, you called it out already. You're hiring for integrity. You're hiring for trust. You have these foundational values. And if you have that, you can say, hey, I'm going to trust you with payroll. And, you know, I, I look at it every time it goes through. But I love that I can give that away and it frees me up for other things that I want to be doing. So I think it's like, if there's an issue, we address it, but the team has such a good heart. They're working so hard and we just trust them. And it's so freeing. It is so freeing. And we make mistakes, but we learn from them. We get better, you know, we get better together. And I hope they're not afraid to make a mistake. I don't want that for them, so. Well, how do you attract that though, right? Because there's somebody watching, oh. they, that's not their testimony, right? They've been having, it's rough, it's hard. Like I've got people stealing from me. I got people that don't show up. They're, they're like, so So again, how? how? Yeah, that's so, um, yeah, it's very real. Just with a lot of clients we've worked with and friends I have in business, like I know people that have been stolen from. I know people that have had really bad experiences. And it doesn't mean we had never had any challenges. Uh, you know, we have done warnings. You know, we have, not everyone we had on our team is still with us. And, and most of them are amazing, but not everyone is a fit and it takes time, but you have to manage it closely. But I'm going to share this because it comes from, uh, the communication from the start of your A players. I think it's the way you communicate from the job description, from the first time on the phone, from the resumes, what are you looking for? This like you should always be, if you're looking to build a team of A players, I wanna see a track record of, of success. I wanna see growth, someone that's holding themselves to higher standards, to improving processes just because of their who they are, just because of their self-motivation. I don't, I can't build a team like this with someone who is gonna be, be late to things or not be accountable or stay in the same spot. They need to be people with a growth mindset. And we say this in our job descriptions. We say this in our interviews. Our interviews are not easy. So I think people see if you're going to run with us, we do run fast, but we also have a blast. <laughs> it's not right. You know, that right fit, but I have to share this. I think it's a good time. I read this book recently. It's the diary of a CEO um, and it's by Stephen Bartlett. He's done a lot of awesome work. Uh, the last, I don't know, decade plus. But this book, it talks, a whole chapter is about your team. 
And he said his biggest job as a CEO is finding those A players and putting them together because my team stays with us, in my opinion, because they love to work with each other and the clients mm. that we have, like LTM and like other amazing clients, because we built, I think, this um, a great team that, that they like to work with us, but they love working with each other. They're working with each other sometimes more than me. So it's like this. I found what, when you get enough A players together, when you go through the incredible work to find five of these A players, they really like working with each other because they never had a chance to do that before, which is the case a lot, right? And they don't want to work with B and C players. And so it becomes self-policing. They only want to hire more A players. And then their expectation when someone joins the team, you better run in a good way, a supportive way, and they make it happen. They have mm. the expectation. So it's I do it, but they do it. And it just is the self-fulfilling thing that just keeps its momentum. And then the people, we have lists of people that want to work on our team, Christian. And you probably do too. But it's just like, you don't really have to recruit when you build something like that. You know? Ooh, hold on, hold on, hold on. What? You don't like have to recruit no. when you build a team like that. Very That's a mic drop moment. Somebody needs to put that in the comment section like pertaining time, to that. One time we've had to, since we started, we only posted a job one time and it was a very specific position that we just didn't have anyone in our network for. And we only one time posted it two years ago and that amazing person is still with us. And that was hard. That was a trust act for me because I never, everyone else I knew well, everyone else I worked with, but but it's just, when we're ready for, for, for more and more business, we are ready to hire. We have this talent. We're ready to go. I really feel that way. <laughs> I want you to I want you to speak to something because I think I'm hearing you say this. I want to make sure I'm hearing it properly because yeah. I like to pull out points. But it sounds like you're saying that you can't hold someone to a level that you're not willing to play at. Yes. Okay. Because you're talking about high energy. You're talking about operating at a place of excellence. You're talking about being on time. You're talking about being responsible. It would seem that you have to be that person first mm -hmm. as a first partaker in order to go ahead and attract those things. Would you agree? Oh my gosh. Cause the A players won't want to work with you. They'll, they'll get fed up and they'll leave, you know, and not that you could be a, a strong business leader and be a B player and that's fine. But if you want to build those A players, those emerging leaders, you've got to, Yes, yes, yes. You have to role model it. A, like 101 in leadership, right? You have to role model what you want to see on your team. And I am not perfect at that all the time, but I really try. And the team, they know they can trust me. I believe they know that. And we have a great culture. And yeah, wow. you got to do that. Wow. And Who I pours into Erica? Get, I'm tough in a good way. I love them. They know I love them. I tell them how I can, God is love. One of our mottos is infusing more love into the workplace. And that is something we say inside our team and, and out as well. And, uh, you know, it's just so important to love your team, but that, but loving them, Christian, is being honest and having tough conversations. As they have Ooh. with me, we call each other out in a loving way because we love each other that much. We're willing to go there. And in that, mm. I think amazing things happen. They do it to me wow. and I do it to them. And it is, that is trust. That is, those are good friends. They tell me if I have wow. something, you know, I didn't wipe my mouth. You know, <laughs> that's a stupid example, a small one, but we tell each other the truth. Wow. Even the wow. heart, but that's real love because God does that for us. Wow. So loving, loving, well, the scripture talks about loving your neighbor as yourself. That even, in, that has to go into the area of the team that you're building as well. Yeah. So there's a culture, there's a climate that you're, you're, you're building. You, yeah. you care. So they yeah. feel love. They don't feel like they're 
employees. They don't feel like they're less than, they feel like they're part of something, right? I said yesterday when I was coaching one of my clients that um, your it, your inner tugging is connected to the inner tugging of others. And it's funny, and I, I get you, I would love to get your, your mindset. I feel like sometimes in corporate, um, you, you might hire somebody for a role, I tend to coach like the kind of opposite. I'm kind of like, what is your inner tugging? And if God has you in this particular area, like let's find out what that is and we'll hire around what you're here in the earth realm for and come from that particular level because that's connected. So if I'm working with uh, LTM or contracted with this particular level, it's like with me, how can I unfold to help other emerging leaders? If I'm in a church, if I'm in my business, like I need to be able how to do what, what I'm called to go ahead and do. That makes me show up in a different way, but that also needs to be connected to the big vision of HIHR or yeah. whatever the organization is. And once we operate from there, then everything can goes up. Look, I want to take care of the body that God gave me because I know what my it is and I'm able to operate from there. I want to take care of the, the marriage and eat right and make the finance. Matter of fact, the finances will come as I'm doing what I'm supposed to go do. So all those things that we are concerned about come from us operating and knowing, you yeah. know, what it is that we need to do. But that culture and that care, that love that you're mm -hmm. talking about, Mike, that's something that can't get overlooked. Mm -hmm. How do you love a team that's spread out? Well, That's... many of them I know for a really long time and I've worked with really closely over the years. So that really has helped just this amazing foundation. They're truly some of the best people I've ever worked with. So I guess we have that going for us. And many Shout of them have worked you. together before. So that's a piece that helps. <laughs> Oh, sorry. Did you raise your hand? Or, uh... No, I said shout out to your team because oh, I'm sure oh, they're yes, going to watch this at some point in time. That's great. Um, <laughs> sorry, what was the second part of that question? I got I thought that was my hand raised. What was your second part? No, you're good. So it's like just how to love them because you made a oh, really good yes. point. How yes. to go ahead and love that that team. So yes. you personally, you've known them, but also you're certified in this. You're certified in ICI. You have a lot of things that are going on. I mean, what would you say to somebody who's listening and watching even now? Like maybe they've never thought about that. Wait a minute. Love, love my team? Yeah, even before I have right. a team. Thank you. That's helpful. So I think, Elise, I'm going to share some feedback from our team that I think will help answer this. Like recently, like we always share our numbers. They see everything we see. We're like, we're not going to, we want you to see what the profits are. We want, we just want to live like completely with our hands open to them because mm -hmm. they're such a part of it. As much as possible, we try to be generous with them. If some great stuff happens, we really try to share with them. Like then there's better merit increases or like we really try to keep them in the know and the loop of what's happening. We do our monthly staff meetings and we start off every time with team recognition and they have a chance to recognize each other. And then I always share something. So we, we put in a lot of like encouragement, support, recognition, but also um, we love to celebrate. So like our five year anniversary, we sent them all a gift and like handwritten notes and just let them know how much we appreciate them. Because to be honest, Christian, I don't, it would be really hard to do this without them. How would I grow yeah. it without them being here? I didn't know I'd be moving abroad when we started this company. I had no yeah. clue. <laughs> wow. So wow. it's just, yeah, so they're every, like they just, they're, they're, we love them, not just because of what they do, because of who they are, because of how well they take care of the clients. And we make sure to let them know it regularly. I really try to. Wow. Wow. You said too that um, you and your, your husband work together? We do. Yeah. He works a full-time job, but he is okay. our financial leader. So he did found the business with me and he really supports uh, what we're doing. And he really, he, he works in finance for his full-time role and uh, he really helps uh, us manage that part of it. And he also loves our team and he's uh, close with everyone as well. So he joins in whenever he can.
And you have you have children? We do. Yeah, my son is about to turn 11, but he's 10, and my daughter is 6. Okay. So you have a business. Yes. He has a full-time job. You have young children. I'm, I'm sure you're probably involved in the area of ministry and other things that you're okay. dealing with and doing as well. It's the creative life. It's the full life. It is. How do you stay motivated and healthy? That's such a good question. Oh my gosh. And I think we, the more we can talk about this, the better. Um, I think we've all been in places, including me, where I just haven't been, to be honest, not the motivation, but like, I was so wanting to do things for the business that I wouldn't exercise in the morning. I didn't want to use that time up or even be in the work for goodness sake. And at least in general, I feel like the last few years I've done much better. Like this, like I love this book. I have it with me always. It, I'm about to go through a fifth time. Like I love the word. And when I spend time in the word each day, I work even harder because I get ideas and I get more about who I want to be with the Lord. It's like not even how fast we're growing the revenue. It's like, who am I becoming? Who is God making me? Who is God making our team? If that makes sense. And that's what I do, Christian. In my, I realize when I jip myself on my time, in my quiet time, my exercise, like it just, I go backwards and, and things cannot go as well when you're not eating well. Like all these factors, we're not honoring our bodies. And the more I feel good, the more energy I have to grow our business and make a bigger impact. It is critical. Mm. I can never lose that for my whole life. I cannot. Or it won't work, I don't think. But wow, I've had seasons wow. where I've, it's not easy all the time. Like, truly, it's not always easy. <laughs> so. wow. Can you take us to a time where it, it, like, it wasn't easy and how you kind of got through it? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. Uh, well, I'll be super vulnerable with you guys. Um, when we moved to Latvia, just the most recent time, I'll tell you, I've had it a few times over the years, right? Just because it is a lot moving countries on top of it. Um, my grandma passed, like, I love her, like, just hard things, right? It really can, like, it's when there's big changes for me, I really can get off course with a big change. And we moved to an area in right in the heart of the city. I'm not quite a city person. And it was just so loud. And it was I just wasn't okay. My spirit didn't feel okay. And I was trying to support my kids in there. I just was a lot at once Christian. And I really wasn't exercising the way I used to. Well, my kettlebells I didn't have. So I didn't have my stuff, right? But still, I could have run, and I just was being a little lazy, and I was overwhelmed, and I and I did seek counseling help. I, I, I have an amazing counselor who I love, and I just said, I don't feel like I'm okay. I feel super overwhelmed mm. in a new place, new language, new food. Like, I just, I wasn't feeling okay, and I didn't feel like I was making good choices. Um, and she really helped me get on a better path, and get. And now we're settled. We're in, I'm in such a better spot, Christian. But I think every time we move, every time there's a death in the family, like, I need to know and go to God right away, not go to other things, go to God right away, you know? And mm. I just think this, and, and hope, and the people I know that I love and trust that will point me back to Jesus, point me back to my good routines. So that's a real life example that this was, I don't know, the summer, this was in the summer, so not that long ago. No, I love get that. And thank you for being transparent. Help. We're not perfect. Get, we're, we're not here yeah. <laughs> get help when you yeah. need it. Well, yeah. And, and even to push back a little bit on that area too, because you said we're not Jesus and that's true, but Jesus lives inside of us. He does. He does. And so looking at that area, like we have to realize that we have to get what we need to succeed. So mm -hmm. too much is given, much is required. It's yeah. okay to not be okay. What's not okay is to stay that way and know that there is an area that you can go ahead and excel 
or yeah. make excuses. So you have ministry, you have business, you have people you have to show up for, yeah. right? You know, you turn this thing off and now you have to show up for your, your, your children. You have to show up for your husband. You have to show up for everything. So if I'm not okay, I need to identify that as quick as possible. Go to my creator, realize that, but then realize too, that you have gifted others. And so whether there's a counselor or there's a therapist or whether that is somebody else, a, a friend, whatever, whatever it needs to be. So I need to align myself because John 15 talks about the oneness, right? It talks about apart from you, like apart from me, Jesus, like you can do nothing. So it, I have to keep in mind that I have to align my mind. There's so many things with culture and with life that can distract us, external things that if we come to that place of just saying, you know what? Yes. In this season, payroll did stress me out. In this season, Death did stress this did stress me out. In this season, I'm frustrated. I'm not okay, but I know what needs to be done to get mm -hmm. okay. So if somebody's watching and listening, I just want to take the time to like, like, well, I know you're watching and listening because you're listening, right? But as you're watching and listening, I want you to know that it's okay to not be okay. We're not licensed therapists here. I want to put that out there, but it's coming from an area to say, figure it out because your call, your purpose, your assignment, like it's worth it. Your yes. it is, is 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 worth it. Like what you have to put in the earth realm. Like if Erica was not okay and she chose to give up, like how many like ministries and businesses that could operate, who would be robbed from the joy and the love and the excellence to come from that level if you didn't do it? Like we have to show up beyond ourselves. Like we have to realize that it's a bigger picture and God created us for kingdom advancement. So how can we do those things? So thank you. And you said exercise as well. Like that's practical, but it's also spiritual. Like yeah. do what you need to go ahead and do what that looks like. Exercise might look different for you than I, but we got to do something. But also Christian, oh, that's so good. Um, I've learned so much through the word about still having joy. It doesn't mean you're jumping up and down with happiness, but joy in hard times. And I think for me, it's just been so eye-opening because how I've been able to use some of my hard times to bless friends that are going through it or be able to be used by the Lord because he just refines you in those times and you learn and you grow and then to turn around and be like, wow. Oh my gosh, I was so, that was so hard, God. But like to 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 say, I understand, and I can be compassionate to you and lament with you and be there. It's just like it's so cool how God. So even when you're in a hard time, to know God's gonna use this. Like this will be yeah. used for your yeah. purpose. I believe that. You know. Wow, wow! Somebody put that in the comment section. This <laughs> will be used for I'm your purpose or for your glory, God. Yeah, for your glory, for your like that faith, and it just yeah and. You know, one other theme, like just on this topic, Christian, I keep pulling this up. This is like, I have a lot of other ones, but this one is like the study one. It's so good. And um, uh, the Bible I'm holding for those not watching. Um, mm -hmm. One of the things that really stuck out with me in my last read through of this was, oh, how forgetful um, the people are, the Israelites, how forgetful I am. And I think being strategic about that, Christian. So next time I move, next time I know I hit a harder time, what we're, you're supposed to wear the Bible verses on your head, right? You need to know it in your heart, have it all over, like whatever that is to you, however you do that. I need, I never really had a plan for that, but I'm thinking through it so much different for 2024 after what I just experienced this summer. And mm. we are like, we're, yeah, like I know Jesus is in us, but we are, that we have a history of being forgetful. And I do it, Christian. Sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, God answered all these prayers and I have to think about it. 
Like, mm-hmm. how do I forget sometimes? Major prayers. Like, he did. It doesn't make sense any other way, in my opinion. So I think, yeah. like, putting uh, stuff, like, protections around you, trusting the yeah. Lord. But, like, in, you know those times will come. That hard time will come again. Who's in your life that can be your, uh, a, a, you know, a discipleship partner? You, you name it. But putting a strategy in place. I think, for me, it will go much better next time. I believe it will. Oh. Well, I know it will as well, because you're identifying it. You have a plan yeah. around it. Um, and that's and that's great. And that's awesome. Um, so, no, thank you. Uh, I want to say the time to, to, to say, first off, uh, thank you for your time and what you've given uh, unto us um, here. I would love for you to share how we can connect with you, follow you online. Maybe somebody's watching, they're at a place and they're like, look, I feel like I am. I do need to grow. I do want to connect with you. Um, this is a podcast that's not just in one locale, but as you know, you're all over the place. So I'm pretty sure you can serve anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> we so can. how can we connect with you? Yes. Uh, the best way is our is our actual, our company website. So it's uh, go, G-O, hire, but it's H-I-H-R dot com that's it type that in it will come up we have a comment box love to connect with you i would be happy to follow up personally um, my email is erica with a k dot butler at gohire.com we're on linkedin we're we're pretty active on linkedin we post a few times a week we love to engage with people on linkedin again you can type in our the, the go hire and it should come up on linkedin so those are the best ways and happy to engage support answer questions anyway any way i can and and so we're not flooding your 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 inboxes and things. Um, what would you say is the ideal client person, uh, people that you are helping? Sure. So uh, our our I guess you could say our bread and butter is working with like small to mid sized organizations as their human resources partner. In that we do leadership training and coaching. In that we do we love career development stuff. That's why I love this topic so much. But um, our bread and butter is. Uh, especially even new organizations that don't know how to hire that first person. What are the compliance forms? Where to go? How do I even go about doing this? Um, we love helping new organizations as well. So small to mid-sized nonprofit, we do churches um, that need human resources support. Um, anything that falls in that benefits, comp analysis, anything in HR we, we cover. Do you do for-profit as well? Yes. Oh, yes, we do. Yes, that is. Yes, we do. Uh, I would say it's I think I'm estimating here. It's a, a half and half, maybe a little more for profit. But we do. There's so many people uh, in the kingdom as well in, in, in the for profit world. And uh, it's not just that we have we have people that are not believers as well. But uh, we just love to work with anyone that's a fit to our values. And we can help that we feel like we can really help and work well together. Awesome. Can you give me those books again that you recommended oh, that sure. uh, we, we check out? Oh. I have so many, Christian. Maybe I'll send you a list of a few because I just sent a bunch <laughs> for my team too. But this is the one, um, the one I talked about, The Diary of a CEO by um, Stephen Bartlett. Okay. And cool. the Bible. All right. <laughs> Obviously. Yes. <laughs> We'll put a, a link to that in our description and you guys can go ahead and check that book out. Um, and as well as we'll put some uh, links for um, to, to, to follow you on, on social as well as to connect with you there. Um, before we head off, I want you to leave us with uh, a phrase or something that we can take with us throughout this week. Okay. So awesome. think that through um, and, and, and while you're thinking that through, um, if you guys haven't already, like, uh, comment, subscribe to the Elevated Podcast, share this, find Erica wherever she is pertaining to those locations and those things. And just make sure, make sure, make sure that you are sharing this and checking out what is to come. 
it's really important that we're focusing in the area of personal development and that we want to make sure that you, we are your number one personal development podcast for emerging leaders to get you what you need to live, walk, and thrive in your purpose. So many gems that Erica has shared. Some, some of you just need to go back and just write down some of those things that she's saying to develop with it. Look, prepare your heart and mind even before you call her. And, and deal with the things that need to be done to go ahead and move forward. And this year, Erica, I've been saying that 2024 is the year of the open door for the mature. Ooh. And so if that's the case right there, we need to align ourselves for those things. So again, Erica, thank you. Thank your family. Thank your husband, your, everybody, your team for allowing you uh, to go ahead and be here with us and leave us with something from your heart and your mind that we can take through us throughout the rest of our week so we can elevate it. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Um, can I share two really quick Two, I just, there's two on my heart at this mm -hmm. point. So going with yes. the spirit here. Um, the first is I truly believed maybe five years ago, a little before that, I didn't know if this was possible at all to do this. And now that I am able to run this business and make an income to help my family and, and impact people, I love our team, etc. And that my kids, I'm with my kids too, like so much more than I was when I worked full time. I love my job before. It's just been, I can't believe it. And I truly did not think it was possible, but God just kept pushing me, pushing me and taking those baby steps. What is on your heart for the next best thing or the next hard thing? What is that hard thing? That next baby step, you don't have to do it all, but what's the hard thing that God's asking? It could be a mentor you need to reconnect with, a person. What is it? Do it and amazing things will happen. I truly believe that from my own experience. So that I want to say, do it scared and don't wait. You got God to go before you. And then the second thing, you talk about value, Christian. And I think one of the ways I can best bless uh, the, the listeners and those who want to start hiring or have a small team or a big team even, I've done, oh, thousands of surveys. Because I used to work in corporate America for a while and thousands of surveys and focus groups. And I truly, in my memory and in my data, it's the same in every team, Christian. There's the top three things, and I'm going to give a fourth bonus. So to save people money and time and effort, if you want to be better for your team, if you want to love them better, one, work on your communication with them. Are they in the loop? That kind of thing. You can you know, read a book on it or just ask them, are you communicating well uh, for them? Are you recognizing them? Recognition, true recognition, honest recognition goes a long way. People love to know where do I stand. It's huge blessing to them. Three, career development. So it's a huge topic, Christian, that you and Lanisha are doing. It comes up every time. I want to know where is my career going? What is the path? What are my opportunities? It matters a lot to most people in the workplace. And then the last one that comes up often is accountability. Is my leader like holding the team accountable? The A players, mm. the B players. I don't want to be sitting next to someone that I'm doing double the work and they're coming in late and it hurts our team. It pulls our whole team down. It's, it's loving the team. It's having the hard conversations. Four things, communication, recognition, career development, accountability. I'm giving it to you. You don't even have to do the survey. Go for it if you want, but save yourself time. Start doing those things. I'm telling you, you will see the impact. That's Thank you so <laughs> Yeah, it was a mic drop. You just dropped that. Come on, somebody. All right? <laughs> Thank you so much. You are amazing and awesome. We wish you nothing but the best and blessings for you and your family and your transition. And connect, guys. Connect, connect. Go hihr.com. Connect with Erica and her team. She's amazing. Thank you for your time. And Elevated Nation, Elevation Nation, we will see you next week. Love it. Awesome. Thank you, Christian. Thanks, Lanisha. Cool.